viewers welcome to another great podcast session i'm chata visa currently the companies around the world are at the peak of adapting to digital transformation to discuss more on this matter today we have with us mr satish pala cto of indian software hello satish welcome to analytics insight thank you i would like you to tell me in brief about india sure satavisha uh, uh, thanks for this opportunity so uh, indium uh, is a leading provider of digital engineering solutions uh, with deep expertise in uh, services like app engineering data analytics cloud engineering devops and uh, digital assurance um, we are currently working with our 100 clients uh, we normally work with innovative startups ranging from there to big enterprises across the world uh, we do partner with top tech giants like aws netflix microsoft stream and denodo uh, in order to deliver uh, some of these digital engineering solutions uh, we are over 2000 associates uh, spread across multiple delivery locations in india and some of the more client um, sites as well so that that's in in short what we do at indium that's great to hear now please tell me why digital engineering is the supporting pillar of the digital transformation okay so uh, digital in- transformation is possible only with the adoption of right set of technologies uh, innovation and business process automation uh, modern businesses require agility to deliver value to end customers so the only way for organizations to stay ahead of this curve is to perennially innovate with the help of digital technologies uh, some of these digital technologies include cloud data engineering analytics and application engineering and uh, along, along with the engineering best practices we can actually drive businesses towards digital transformations i see and as a result uh, okay yeah please tell me and as a result digital engineering becomes a key pillar for transforming the businesses towards digital that's great to hear uh, now i would like to know about the digital adoption among your customers how indium is guiding them in this adoption yeah so most of our customers barring a few healthcare and financial services have adopted um, cloud or digital as the infrastructure solution as they are assured of a stable infra a reliable scalable uh, agile and a secure foundation now with our expertise across all of the uh, public cloud providers like aws google azure and also private cloud we can recommend them the right choice and the right combination of platforms that will yield sustainable results for them so i mean regardless of where the customers are in their cloud journey we can provide end to end cloud engineering services um these uh, cloud engineering services include uh, building native apps on cloud migrating them from uh, their old legacy infra to cloud basically we call it cloud migration we also do cloud modernization we optimize cloud we also set up hybrid cloud so all of these services uh, uh that we provide will enable uh, the customers to go digital and adopt cloud amazing and what is your opinion on the developments in big data engineering and in databricks and uh, big data market 
Um, we have noticed, definitely noticed major disruptions in big data space, especially with uh, cloud tech gaining uh, uh, adoption um, at multiple levels. So some of these tech players that have led to this, uh, the whole paradigm shift are, uh, you may have heard Spark, uh, which has done, which, which is used by multiple other technologies like Databricks and Snowflake. We now have uh, big data solutions without Hadoop. At, at one moment, we thought Hadoop will take over the world, but then we, we don't see any Hadoop-based big data solutions these days. So what, have, what, what is happening in the market right now is we have a lot of technologies implementing a version of the Apache Spark framework, uh, which is basically an alternative to Hadoop. For storing huge volumes and huge variety of data in massive quantities. For example, um, if you take big data bricks, we don't have to copy data to their software in order to work with it. Instead, for example, the data could stay in the cloud like AWS S3, and data bricks can still crunch the data. So that is the unique uh, way of dealing with this big data. The other thing is, um, we know the data bricks are passing through. So the other thing that is that is prevalent in the latest big data ecosystem is Snowflake. Snowflake basically covers both processing and storage. We call it compute and storage. So Snowflake had actually disrupted the data warehouse market a few years ago because it was able to provide distributed and scalable computation. Uh, but then the, the customers are able to manage the, the compute costs and storage costs uh, optimally when using Snowflake. So that is the unique advantage it provides. So it also provides uh, uh, an ability to store data in a proprietary form. So there is enough security and uh, uh, there are no concerns related to that. Uh, one thing to note is both Databricks and Snowflake can actually coexist in a data ecosystem. So that's why you see both of them uh, having a lot of traction in the market. Amazing. Thank you so much for explaining it so well. Now, why do you think AI can be a differentiating factor in any vertical? Please uh, share any interesting example from your projects. Sure. So uh, AI has been there for many years. Okay, So it is basically an automation of cognitive process. So which means that wherever there is a chance to automate a mundane or a redundant activity, you could look at AI as a solution. So uh, that's why I, I, I keep saying that AI-based solutions can support any type of business vertical in multiple ways. For example, you know, you could automate a manual or a redundant process. You could digitize some manual process. You could uh, deploy data analytics to generate insights. You could process big data and generate actionable insights. Most business verticals can take advantage of such solutions. Maybe I, I'll give one example. For example, a B2C business uh, which deals with the end customer can improve customer experience with tools like chatbots and virtual assistants. These chatbots and virtual assistants are basically AI solutions. So that is one uh, way AI comes into the picture of a major vertical related to uh, customer. Now, I'll give an example from our own uh, uh, projects that we have delivered. So we have we, we work with a microfinance company based in Singapore. Um, in order to optimize their loan processing and loan approval uh, workflow and process. It used to take at least uh, a day for them to get a prospect, convert them into a customer, a process, approve the loan and process the loan. What they wanted to do was they wanted to identify how 
risky or the how the how the customer profile is before they approve and they wanted to do that in 8 minutes so we so we had to uh, analyze the whole business scenario and figure out a system whereby we are able to capture the details of the uh, prospect or, uh, or somebody who is who is wanting to take a loan from historical information as well as uh, uh, her or his uh, credit bureau information credit risk information we are able to profile this particular prospect and give loan approval in quick time so that the this microfinance company can disperse the loan amount in about 8 minutes so that is something that we have done using uh, ai models in uh, first dealing with a credit risk scoring model and also uh, using some nlp to extract content out of various data sources that uh, provide information related to prospects and that's where we were very successful in uh, deploying ai solution that's great to hear please tell me about any surprising or interesting use cases use cases in nlp and how you people are continually investing in text.ai uh good question so um i'll talk about uh, nlp use case in healthcare industry because i think uh, uh, thanks to covid there is tremendous uh, focus on healthcare across the globe right so 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 if you look at um nlp nlp is basically natural language processing and uh, it it gives you insights based on text right that's a simple uh, simple definition so one of the top data generating industries is healthcare for example um, manual data entry is something that is available to us to extract content we may have digitized records or uh, data sets acquired from external parties some of these data sets could be structured or unstructured for example uh, doctors prescriptions there is an electronic health record there are medical journals the clinical trial content medical transcript call recordings etc which means that there is tremendous opportunity to extract content out of these central nlp engines now healthcare industry faces an enormous challenge in interpreting these data sets and generating actionable insights this is where uh nlp and our product text.ai comes into the picture which is basically text analytics so what it can do is it can extract and provide insights for improving patient care that's the end goal right so our product called text.ai which based on which is based on text text analytics can extract uh the healthcare related elements like medicines uh, diagnosis symptoms treatments examinations dosages extra from this unstructured material and give it in a nice readable and uh, I, 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 i call it call it term called crunchable form which means it is easy to mine so uh, that's in terms of uh, an interesting use case so uh, if you, if i can uh, maybe talk about some more use cases or some benefits that it could uh, give this for example you can improve the effectiveness of treatment by analyzing various treatment patterns that are mostly documented in paper right uh something you could do is you could collect data data about various uh data set va- various available data sets about a patient so you could have a, a 360 degree view of a patient right so you can also improve operational efficiency by digitizing so there are various things that we could do with nlp and text analytics uh the healthcare industry uh you said uh, you wanted me to uh, talk about how we invest uh continually invest in text.ai right so uh we are investing in on three fronts firstly we are uh, 
investing on building use case related text.ai features uh, specific to some industries so in this case we are working for example on insurance uh, where we are trying to optimize the customer onboarding process so that is one use case that we are trying to address second is we are trying to add features to the text.ai framework one of the features that we have recently added is called redaction redaction is basically masking uh, private information or personal identification information so that is something that we are investing on third but not the least uh, we are training and hiring nlp experts to also tackle complex problems uh, along with what we could do with text.ai so we want to uh, once we tackle these problems we want to integrate that uh, solution back into text.ai framework so those are the three things where we are heavily investing on that's a really good explanation thank you for telling me and uh, lastly i want to ask what is your perspective on the future trends in ai so during this podcast we we spoke about nlp right so there is another thing that um, you will be hearing a lot it's called uh, cloud native tech so cloud native tech is where we build applications on uh, on cloud uh, but the applications in general have been built uh, specifically using uh, you know tool sets like uh, amazon aws google provided native solutions in if you are looking at a serverless architecture or if you looking at data but what what we are going to see actively going forward is getting ai related work into cloud native tech for example automation of workflows uh, building analytical uh, models using some of the cloud native um, solutions like auto ml solutions like aws sage maker or google cloud analytics solutions or google bigquery so these are the things that you will see uh, gaining traction one more thing that you will see uh, gaining traction or maybe trending is conversational ai so in one of the examples i said customer experience right to chatbot now conversational ai these solutions you know enable better automation of customer service and uh, customer service is uh, one of the major business activities for any b2c company so conversational ai will help Um, there and we gain traction again other thing that you might be hearing a lot is iot and the marriage of iot with artificial intelligence so by combining iot and ai's ability to present actionable insights in real time we will be definitely seeing an increasing trend of hybrid solutions on top of uh, whatever data is collected from the iot devices and the hybrid solutions could be not just plain operations to visualize the data that is collected but also take actions and also run ai models or analytical models to gain much more uh, uh, informed insights and take decisions one thing that will come as an offshoot of uh, artificial iot artificial intelligence iot is uh, um, industrial iot uh, you might have heard about industrial iot and smart factories so uh, this is again uh, utilizing a lot of uh, um, iot iot uh, artificial intelligence solutions in the background basically industrial iot refers to a network of interconnected devices that provides real time insights so i mean this is a really helpful for manufacturing units to become smart and able to efficiently perform operations and uh, uh, this is only possible with uh, ai based and data based decision making um this um, there are a couple more things i would want to talk about as trends uh, for example uh we will see increasing trend in edge computing 
uh, its computing is uh, will is basically a compute power near the devices rather than at the cloud so with the advent of uh, um, higher bandwidths 5g and uh, devices being powerful handheld devices or devices at home with uh, enough storage and power we can actually see uh, tremendous time sensitive data processing at the edge level there is something that will capture the market very soon last but not the least uh, automation at hyperscale so you will see lot of companies opting to automate all the manual and all the manual and redundant processes and also trying to automate uh, whichever possible in order to be efficient and uh, reduce costs i think uh, uh, in summary you will see good good trends in um, nlp cloud tech conversation ai iot edge computing and uh, automation it's amazing uh, to know all this yeah. Yeah. uh thank you satish for joining us today wish you all the best for the future thank you